You are now tuned in to the Panthers podcast exclusively for true diehard fans of the Carolina Panthers. And now, here is your host from Charlotte, North Carolina, Christian Lawrence. The Carolina Panthers today face the newly formed Las Vegas Raiders as the Panthers drop two. 0-1 on the start of the 2020 NFL season. It really doesn't come as a surprise that um, one that we lost. I think that it would have been great to win, obviously, for the fans um, not being in the stands. It would have been nice to get the first win of the season, first game of the year. Um, but let's take a step back for a moment and let's really look at the bright side, right? So, um we have to think of this in reality and look at what's really happened. And I think once you do that, you can actually begin to see that this, even though it's going down as a loss on the win-loss column, it was a win in so many ways. And and that's really what I want to do here over the next few minutes is really just help um, maybe some of the fans out there that are um, feeling discouraged, maybe feeling a little upset, um, angry. We're going to, really do our best to really break it down for you and hopefully kind of help you see the light, I guess you would say, to um, see, you know, more of the positive things that came out of this game and what the potential is for the Carolina Panthers as we advance in the season. So I would say right off the bat, this is the first game of the season. You know, every, every year the first game of the season is always going to be iffy because obviously it's, A, the first game of the season. Um, two, you usually have um, a different team, whether it's, you know, just a couple of players or a handful of players that are, um, you know, on your roster for this season compared to last season. Um, and obviously for both those points, A, um, not only was this the first game of the season, but this was really the first game of the entire year. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, obviously with COVID-19, with the coronavirus and everything, um, no no off-season games as far as preseason. So um, it makes it that much more difficult to really understand um, really the the fundamentals of the small details that you would otherwise pinpoint in preseason games. And so, um, you know, and then you mix in the fact of having a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, a new quarterback, um, and a handful of, of new players. And we walk away from a game where we scored – 30 points and only lost by four. So um, that's really the main bread and butter of how to really recap today's loss. Um, the Panthers scored 30 points, which is pretty solid. I mean, let's be real guys. And you go back to last year and, you know, for the record, as soon as the Panthers lost, right. So that, that fourth down and in inches, Alex Arma, you know, right up the middle, obviously the, uh, not not converting, and that was game. Um, you know, just what reading, going through and reading all the comments on the Panthers, uh, you know, official um, Facebook page and, you know, some of the comments on YouTube is just like, oh, my goodness, there were so many more Viking fans that were um, commenting on, on social media, whether it was YouTube or Facebook, saying, hey, you know, I'm not a Panthers fan, but, hey, Teddy Bridgewater played a hell of a game, you know, and then you have Panther fans that are just throwing shade to, you know, Teddy Bridgewater didn't do this, you know, 
Matt Rule didn't do this, and uh, you know Jimmy Chin didn't do this, or Troy Pride Jr. gave up a touch. You know, it was just so much blame, and it's like, yo, like we need to really just step back and look at this. You know, would a win have been great? Absolutely. Like most of everyone listening, I was tuned into the game literally on the edge of my couch with my jersey and my two kids and my wife and was literally like biting every single fingernail I had that I could chew off of my fingers on that fourth down play. And as soon as we obviously didn't get it, you know, it, it hurts. Yes. Um, you know, when you get that, you know, when you really get that gut feeling like, oh, that was it. You know, this is this is the end. You know, this is going to be a loss. And for the first hour or so after the game was over, you know, I was really kind of like in the zone as far as like kind of, I would say not really feeling discouraged, but really just kind of feeling beat, you know, because I think for, for me personally, I mean, I just, with everything that's happened this year and with all the, you know, adversity within the organization with Cam Newton leaving and Greg Olson leaving and, you know, regardless of how you feel about any other issues that are going on, it's just, you know, you really kind of wanted this win to really be a statement factor for the rest of the league, um, especially when you have so many analysts out there and so many networks that are really saying that the Panthers aren't going to win more than four games this year. And that um, before the game started, I was watching the pregame show on CBS and they had um, on the bottom of the screen, they were showing the uh, power rankings and Carolina, they have Carolina at 29 there's only 32 teams and you got a Carolina at 29. Like, Holy hell. I mean, the Panthers are not that bad. It's just like, you know, and you just see things like that. And you're just like, man, this team is so much better than what people are thinking. And um, I think that's what kind of bothered me a little bit after the loss, you know, maybe too much uh, emotion, uh, you know, the emotional intelligence factor probably needs to be worked on a little bit with me personally. But when I went back and really looked at the, um, the highlights, and watched the film and looked at the stats and the overall game, you know, it's it was pretty impressive. And, you know, you can easily, you know, I, I don't know what is going to happen over the next couple of days as far as the media and what they project the Raiders to do. Um, but if any of the, you know, whether it's ESPN, NFL, you know, NFL Network, CBS, Fox, anybody, anyone that's going to say that, the Raiders are a great team or even a good team. You know, if anyone that says that you can easily flip it and say, okay, well, if they're a good team, we're a good team because I'm sitting here right now and I'm looking at the stats and the box score and the Panthers pretty much in almost every category outperformed the Raiders. And obviously, you know, with the two minute um, drive at the end, trying to obviously get the uh, touchdown, to win the game, I mean, I don't really consider that to be garbage time because it was still, you know, it's not like we only had like 20 seconds left and we were just throwing Hail Marys. But, um, you know, the Raiders scored 34 points. We scored 30. So both teams scored 30 points. Anytime, I think anytime uh, a professional football team scores 30 points and you lose, that doesn't really say a whole lot about what the team's potential really is. Um, any team that scores 30 points and loses the game, that's going to be on your defense. Um, but just going through the stats, I mean, the the Panthers really had it grooving. Um, and uh, 
the first quarter we scored nine points. Uh, Joey Sly missed extra point. <laughs> I don't even want to go uh, get started on that yet. Um, we score six points at, uh, to end a half. Um, and then we don't score any points in their third quarter. But what's really fascinating is that in the fourth quarter, we had 15 points and those 15 points were unanswered, um, which was pretty fascinating. Well, obviously until the touchdown at the very end. Um, but the Panthers had 65 plays total to Las Vegas is uh, 61. The Panthers um, had racked up 388 yards compared to 372. Um we did have two more penalties, more than Las Vegas. We had five penalties for 65 yards. Uh, Las Vegas with the three penalties for 40. Um, neither team had any turnovers. So, I, you know, I usually always say the team that has the uh, the team that wins the battle of turnovers wins the game. Uh, in this case, you know, either team had any turnovers. So not bad, especially for Carolina uh, being so young. Uh, on third down, the Panthers were almost at 50%. We were 7 for 13. Uh, again, Las Vegas, 6 for 11, so pretty pretty even. Uh, fourth down, we were 1 for 2. Um, the Raiders didn't go for uh, any fourth down conversions, but the fact that we went for, um, went for it on fourth down twice, um, obviously I think says a lot about Matt Rule uh, and the coaching staff that had the confidence in the team, especially uh, a newer team like this. Um, as far as passing total, um, Teddy Bridgewater threw 22 for 34 for 260 yards and uh, compared to 22 for 30 for 239 for Derek Carr. Um, and it looks like – and Teddy Bridgewater also um, very quietly racked up a 98.9 passer rating. Um, I think that's pretty interesting. And then obviously Derek Carr um, finished with the 107.5. So, I mean – you look at the the stats down the board, you know, down the sheet, and it's pretty it's pretty even. Um, another thing I realized too is that uh, Jeremy Chen might be the steal of the draft. Um, obviously, Derek Brown was the first pick, Gross Bateau second, and then we took Jeremy Chen. And um, Jeremy Chen had a pretty solid game, folks. Uh, you know, um, I think the Panthers had posted earlier today or after the game was over, rather. That um, he Jeremy Chen had a to- had eight total tackles, um, obviously a rookie, and uh, became the second uh, Panther in franchise history to have eight tackles uh, on on opening day as a rookie. So um, pretty fascinating. I think I really do think Jeremy Chen is definitely going to be one of those guys that ends up being a really solid um, long term player for Carolina. Kind of reminds me of like how we had Josh Norman quietly for a couple years. Nobody really knew who Josh Norman was until 2015. Um, it's so funny how many people were on Josh uh, Josh Norman's bandwagon um, halfway through the season in 2015, and you know we had him for like two years prior, but you never heard anybody talk about him. So I think Jimmy Chin will end up being one of those people that is quietly on our roster. And ends up making a pretty big impact. Um, Christian McCaffrey carried 23 times for 96 yards, uh, pretty solid. Four yards from 100 would have been cool to see him hit 100. Um, but he also he also did have uh, three receptions for 38 yards, um, averaging 12.7 yards per reception, longest one being 16. Um, and then rushing was averaged at 4.2 yards a carry, 
um, longest being 15, and obviously mixed in the two rushing touchdowns. So McCaffrey doing what McCaffrey does best. Um, obviously, Robbie Anderson led the way today. Six reset, uh, excuse me, six receptions for 115 yards, um, averaging 19.2 um, per reception. Obviously, that 75-yard bomb was amazing. We all saw it. Um, probably the uh, play of the game, in my opinion. Um, again, McCaffrey, three receptions, 38 yards. DJ Moore. Um, not a really great day for him, in my opinion, uh, four receptions for 54 yards, uh, DJ Moore and both Curtis Samuel, um, has some drops that are very uncharacteristic, especially with two veterans. Like, uh, you know, I say veterans and it's weird because they're not really like super veterans, but in terms of the, um, Panthers in 2020, I mean, they are, um, our vets, you know, Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore have been, you know, the two guys that we've been relying upon. Um, so, you know, it's interesting. And then you have Robbie Anderson come in and make a statement. And I think that's very, um, very good for the future of this uh, football team. And uh, defensively, um, you know, again, Jeremy Chin very quietly racking up those tackles, um, <clears throat> had eight total tackles, which is very, very good, very solid for a rookie. Um, Choi Pride Jr., again, Obviously gave up the touchdown to uh, Nelson Aguilar. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, he's still a rookie as well. Uh, he actually had seven tackles as well. Um, Jeremy Chin and Troy Pride both had uh, uh, seven, eight tackles respectively. Uh, Trey Boston with six. Uh, Brian Burns with four. Um, and then K1 Short, uh, K1 Short with four tackles as well. Um, Shaq Thompson obviously filling in the void for uh, not having Luke Keekley uh, finishing with 12 tackles. but uh, And then I guess if you want to throw into here, Whitehead, uh, six tackles as well. So, I mean, the way I look at that is that you have uh, three starting rookies on defense with uh, Derek Brown, um, Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, and Troy Pride Jr. Um, obviously, Chin with the eight tackles, and then uh, Pride Jr. with seven. And then obviously Derek Brown being a lineman um, won't get as many typically, but had three tackles as well. Also had one for a loss. So, I mean, you know, first game of the season, first game that you've played um, that's not against your own team. I think there's plenty of positive things to take away from this game. And so I'm trying to, you know, even tell some of my friends that are just bashing the Panthers right now, like, hey, let's, let's not, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda, you know, any given Sunday. I mean, this game was just like literally like just inches away. Uh, and I know as Panther fans, you know, it's, it's just it's gut-wrenching, especially after seeing what happened last season. How many games did we have last season um, that you remember when it came down to like fourth down and, you know, whether it was fourth and goal or fourth and one, fourth and inches, and it seemed like every um, – we had like maybe four or five games last year where we just like did not get it. Um, you know, and so it's just like, you know, it's easy to point fingers, but you know, last year we had, you know, Ron Rivera, tenured coach of Carolina, you know, we had, you know, we had the pieces in place and today was the premiere of a brand new football team. This is a brand new head coach, brand new offensive coordinator, brand new staff, new quarterback, no Luke Keekley, no Greg Olson. Um, it, it's just like 
you know, no James Bradbury. I mean, this is just a completely different team inside and out. And we put up 30 points, you know, and I think that's just very, very um, impressive when you look at all the factors. And so obviously next week playing against Tampa and Tom Brady will be very interesting to see how that unfolds. And maybe that will be the uh, maybe that will be the true test of what the Panthers uh, really need to, um, you know, really gauge where we are at as a team uh, offensively def- uh, and defensively and on special teams. But I definitely think that overall the Panthers played a very solid football game. Um, obviously, defensively, not that great. Um, but at the same time, I mean. You know, it's you know, it's it's one game, it's one game, first game of the season. You know, I just I wouldn't get too hung up on it. Um, Joey Sly missing the extra point, I think, may have been a little um, momentum ish like killer, um, especially maybe for some of the vets like maybe Curtis and DJ. I don't know how you know how they personally felt, but. Anyone that watched every game of the uh, 2019 season, uh, last season, you know, you, you start seeing, you know, these same trends, you know, these same mistakes happen in the first game. You know, Joey saw him missing the extra point. And uh, I remember telling my wife during the uh, first commercial break or after the uh, missed extra point, um, I remember telling her, like, man, if the Panthers lose this game by a point, <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. And so I just think it's things like that. It is, I think Panther fans overall just have um, a sense of urgency and a sense of like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say hopelessness, but, you know, we have been waiting for, you know, five years now since 2015. I mean, it's just been a long time coming. It feels like that we've been relevant. And I just think that now with the, awkward start to the season with not having any preseason games and having all the different pieces in place. Um, it's a weird feeling because we don't really know what to expect. And John Gruden made a good point. And, you know, John Gruden's a damn football coach of a professional football team. And I think he said it best um, after the game. He said, I'm glad we won. Um, I'm glad that, quote, my Raiders are now one and oh, blah, blah, blah typical coach talk, but he says it's shocking because we came into this game not knowing what to expect other than we had to stop Christian McCaffrey. And I think Panther fans, I mean, I know I've watched every game since 2002. I I was kind of the same way. You know, I don't know about you guys. Um, We all know what Christian McCaffrey can do. Um, But other than that, you know, I think everybody was pretty much in the dark you know, what's Joe Brady going to call? What's Matt Rule going to be like as a coach in, in the locker room? Is Teddy going to be the same person he was last year um, as far as accuracy? You know, is DJ and Curtis Samuel going to, you know, just explode? Is Robbie Anderson going to be a bust or is he going to be um, reliable? Um, you know, all these question marks. And so, you know, I, I, I think ultimately what it comes down to is, the Panthers lost today's game, but if we would have won, let's say if, if the score was flipped and the Panthers won 34 to 30, right? If we, if the Panthers would have 
put up the same performance somehow, some way. I know it's not possible, but let's just say that they put up the same performance on all sides of the ball, um, but the scores change and we won 34 to 30. I really think the perception would be very, very different going into next week. You would have the Saints at 1-0, and and you would have the Panthers at 1-0, and and then you would have the Bucks and the Falcons, both the 0-1. The narrative wouldn't be the 0-1 Panthers who are young on defense looking to get their first win or looking to improve. The narrative would be, again, all things equal, same performance, the only difference being the score being flipped 34-30, and the Panthers' favor. The narrative would be Panthers 1-0 under Teddy Bridgewater, under new era of Matt Rule, were we wrong about Carolina? And I know so many people will say, oh, well, you know, if we did win, it's just one game. Okay, well, the same people that are, you know, crying and getting all salty over the loss are, are the ones saying, you know, that the season's over. Or, yes, I have seen people say that on social media. And it's just one game, but I, but I just, <laughs> the narrative would be so much different if we would have won, um, it, you know, the, it would be overshadowed in terms of how the defense really played, um, you know, giving up the big plays that we did, um, especially um, in every quarter we gave up uh, in, in total, um, we gave up only three plays of, of 20 plus yards, uh, which I think is pretty, um, pretty pretty good considering overall you know again the the amount of of young talent on this team but other than that um i'd be very curious to see how we go into next sunday playing tampa bay um obviously tom brady didn't look like uh too great in today's matchup with the saints um i'm looking at the game preview right now um and we are still waiting on some of the uh, games for tonight to finish up as well as tomorrow's game as well. But as it stands right now, um, the Panthers with their 30 points are ranked eighth and uh, points per game are 388 yards is um, seventh in the NFL. Our passing yards of 260 is ranked eighth in the NFL and our rushing yards of 128 is ranked 11th in the NFL. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to argue that one game is one game on either side, when's the last time the Panthers have been, and again, this is just one game, so I wouldn't get too hung up on this. I'm just giving this from the sake of an argument, of an argumentative standpoint. For the people that are saying it's just one game, um, regardless if you're saying it's just one game, we'll get better, or it's just one game, um, we're going to be horrible. We have ranked after one game, eight, seven, eight, eleven, uh, in terms of offensive uh, performance as far as points, yards, pass yards, and rush yards. And then defensively, um, our thirty-four points given up, um, ranked twenty-third. Defensive yards at three seventy-two, ranked sixteenth. Uh, passing yards given up two thirty-nine, ranked fifteenth. And uh, rushing yards defensively given up 133, ranked 17. So defensively, middle of the pack. If you watch the game 
And then you look at the numbers um, as far as where the Panthers fall with the other teams in the league. Um, middle of the road, guys. Middle of the road. We're not sitting here looking at 32, 32, 32, 32 for every rank. We're not that bad. Like let's 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 not let's not freak out, man. We're not ranked dead last. We are we are right in the middle of the line with every other team in the NFL. I mean, we're pretty much like 23rd, 16th, 15th, 17th. I mean, if you want to average all those up, I don't know which I mean even then, I mean we're we're like right in the middle. Okay. And then offensively, we're ranked eighth. 7th, 8th, and 11th. So we, I don't know, take it how you want it. I just think that um, this is going to be an interesting game to look back on um, during our bye week. And then at the end of the season, you know, we're going to look back at this very first game. And I think the perception of this game will change over time. I think it's just the, the first game of the season um, the high hopes, the expectations, the bar being set wherever you individually place it um, has an impact. But going into next week, again, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Panthers will stack up against Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. And hopefully the injuries sustained today won't be too bad. I'm still waiting to hear back on what's happening with Dante Jackson um, as far as um, his injury, Matt Rule said after the game and the press conference that it was a ankle injury. Um, and so I guess tomorrow, Monday, we will find out more, especially from the media, um, to what extent the injury um, is for Dante Jackson and then anything else um, or any, anyone else for that matter um, that may have seen an injury. We'll see what happens with them as well. So with that being said, um, that was a good 25 minutes of me ranting um, if you are still listening, I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to me rant. I am a diehard Panthers fan like you, and um, today was a good day overall, I think, for Panthers Nation. So I really hope that you feel the same way. Maybe um, if you've listened to all of this and maybe there's something that I have said that you agree with um, or that you think uh, makes a lot of sense, I hope that you can pass it along and we can uh, become one um, one voice within the entire Panther Nation and not be so divided in terms of, you know, we're horrible or we're bad or, you know, we're overrated or, you know, we suck. Let's just, you know, I want to spread positivity, especially in a time like, you know, in the times that we're in today. So, again, um, with that being said, we will catch you guys. Um, we're probably going to do another podcast later this week to go over any updates as far as injuries and uh, whatever we hear from uh, Coach Rule, uh, any updates to the roster, any of that good stuff. So until next time, uh, let's keep pounding and uh, let's uh, look forward to a new week. And uh, let's hope that we can get to one-on-one and uh, be back at 500 for the first time. It feels like in forever. Um, Y'all take care, stay safe, and then uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. God bless.